town besieged by sodden undead, a newly formed group of adventurers, and a drug-addled employer with exceedingly little care for how exactly he makes it through this situation are the elements at play when we return to the heart. After a successful hunt of the heart's blood mustang, the party has found their way, through a slog of mud and mist terror, to Sedgemark, a dying town on the edge of reality. They brought with them a pack of undead, following the orders of a vengeful albatross of a kind, dead set on the death of our Delvers. They found their employer, Doman Blight, a money-laden brat with eyes only for his revenge, that which lies beyond the river before them. His retribution, by the way, of steel dancing and hatred suffering. But first, the slobbering horde outside must be dealt with. The ship must be launched, and reality must be further fought. This week, in Unhallowed Shores. So first... Blight scrambles over to uh, Hanalore. Um, you can hear him whisper. You probably can't make out much unless any of you are like particularly keen on eavesdropping. Um, and uh, Hanalore slips a, a bag into Blight's hand. He uh, starts smushing the bag in his right hand and starts pacing. Um, the pacing leads him to a, a ramshackle desk that clearly was a workbench once upon a time. He flips it open um, and starts pulling shit out uh, frantically. Materials. Uh, he's crushed the bag enough, and so eventually he dumps it out on the table beside him. Um, and you see he's produced some kind of blade, sort of a, a, a round blade, probably used for carving or something like that. And uh, he chops out a line of whatever the substance is and just <laughs> right off the table. Uh, slaps himself a couple times in the face and then whips back around, eyes emboldened. All right, then. <clears throat> Business to attend to. There are a handful of avenues we could pursue in terms of getting rid of these creatures outside. If any of you have any particularly uh, combat-worthy countenances, that would be valuable. If not, there's an old bastard, stalwart Pipkin, a hound. Well, not much of one, but still technically a hound. He kept the peace here before most of the people left in this particular area. This is a dying town, Sedgemark. Kind of starts to flit his eyes about. There's Mallet. He also works in this shipyard. He could potentially be of use. We absolutely need his assistance to get the vessel up to full work. And finally, uh, trapped on the vessel itself, he starts to peek out the one window that leads outside. Is my good friend Simon Lascaris. He was doing maintenance before uh, you arrived, but now it's looking like he's not going to be able to make it back in time. We have supplies and weaponry aboard the ship, as I stated, but... As to whether or not we're going to be able to get to them, that's entirely dependent on whether or not we can get to Simon Lascaris. He looks back. Ideas. Hannah Lore looks pretty much fed up at this point. Well, a, a fellow hound. Uh, surely I, I, some camaraderie must exist between us. I, I, I'm sure I'd be able to, to rally him uh, to the cause, you know? I have no idea how that works. I sort of flick the 33 badge um, that's hanging from uh, my earlobe. Just a general uh, a sense of duty. That usually uh, rallies the troops. Uh. Well, if you want to make an excursion over to Pipkin, he lives in the old lighthouse in the distance. One small issue. 
how are we going to get there if our path is being completely surrounded by uh, handfuls and handfuls of people who just decided to crawl out from a river? Well, you fight your way there and acquire the assistance of Pipkin to clear out the rest of them. Personally, I think we just need one good clean shot at that albatross, but it's high up and none of us have any guns. Uh, that is problematic. We do have firearms, but again, aboard the vessel, we're preparing for the voyage as we speak. Well, uh, I mean, honestly, it seems like, yeah, we just, we head straight for the vessel and we can, I'd imagine we could fight a little better from there. It does give us the high ground. And, you know, the ranged weapons that are on the ship. Fighting uh, one difficult target is going to be very much easier than fighting, I don't know, a thousand uh, easy ones. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan to me. What if we could, um, to make it easier to get over there, what if we could create a distraction? I mean, this, uh, this albatross is, is focused on uh, <clears throat> one of us. Draw the, the, the ire of the thing. I mean, uh, I'm not afraid of uh, any kind of scrap. I'm, I'm, I'll lay my life down on the line. It's, it's in the protection of, of everyone. It's, it's, uh, oh, it's always a good day to die. It probably would be easier, though, if two of us tried to distract the crowd. I mean, I, I don't want to comment on it, really, but there's a thousand of them and only one of you. Mm, I can help. I've got a bunch of, you know, bees. Oh, thank goodness. I was just thinking, you know, we, we could really use some bees. I mean, you know, I don't think anyone's ever said that, but I'll take it. <laughs> that young man does seem to be filled with an exceptional amount of bees. You want to see? <laughs> nope. I can, show you, space. I can show you Enclosed the bees. space. Mob, keep yourself mm. decent, honey. Jesus. They're, they're good at carrying things. Uh, not, not human or uh, drow or... Uh, whatever uh, living being sized things but geez if they could fetch a single gun would uh all right it, it 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 feels like we're walking around the solution at this point so we we've got a we've got a problem we've got a solution all right we uh we got a plan right we're gonna we're gonna book it and then we're gonna hook it what does that mean i hate that phraseology but it seems that that is what you've come up with hmm? yeah and uh maybe one or two of you is gonna gonna distract the roving horde while we uh Go get some backup, huh? That sounds like a plan. All right, uh, then uh, let's uh, let's get this show on the road. Let's boogie. All right, all right. Tensing his muscles up and vibrating against the timeline, uh, sets and prepares himself to combat the army. Nice. So who is uh, who's who's distracting the sodden? Who have made a pretty decent now uh, general approach. Um, they're pretty much on top of Sedgemark. And uh, who is uh, who, who's making the sprint for it? I think Aless is going to make the sprint for it. I think Mob and Setson were distracting, is that right? Uh, I thought I would be distracting since I'm the one with the ire of, of the uh, the albatross. Okay, so two separate roles, um, one of you assisting the other on, on each, so decide who would like to lead said roles and, uh, you know, pitch me pitch me your skills and all that sort of stuff. We're, we're, uh, we're definitely involving, like, fucking with the Sodden is going to be uh, cursed. Sedgemark itself is desolate. I have cursed. Okay. All right, two rolls of a d10. That's going to be... Well, well, somebody's assisting you, right? Oh, right. A three, a one, and a seven. Nice, so give me a d6 of echo stress, and then both of you take it, of course. Um, one of you will roll, mm -hmm. and then I will roll um, a, a fallout dice, and we'll see what uh, what that combat looks like. That's a one. Nice. Is four underneath anybody's total stress? Uh, No. 
All right, you're okay. You guys do a, a pretty decent job. I mean, about as decent as can be hoped of, of repelling these sodden from our friend's past. So how do you do that before we describe their, their little scramble? All right, all right. I turn to my good friend Marceline and ask, are you ready for this? You know, ready as I'll uh, ever be. Yeah, 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 I'm ready. All right. Do your thing. So with a, with a deep breath and a uh, loud call to the crowd, Hey, you dumb bastards, we're over here! <laughs> yeah, you, uh, well said. You definitely get some attention. So the sodden, uh, you know, there's probably like 30 to 40 of them. Um, yeah, like a, a good chunk kind of refocus their shambles and uh, start to, you can like hear like their feet kind of plop. A lot of them aren't wearing shoes and you can see their, their flesh of their feet kind of distend and tear against the rocks of the shore. Um, and yeah, they start to rip their way towards you. That seemed to do it. Yeah. We got to figure out our own escape plan. As far as, um, are we sort of like on one side of the gate right now? Um, yeah, there is no gate to Sedgemark. It kind of erupts out of the land like a, you know, like a patch of mushrooms that you just escaped from. Um, and and you're, where you just came from was sort of at the edge of habitable space of Sedgemark, where there's some homes, oh. um, some on stilts, some kind of pushed up against each other. And uh, you're kind of on the edge of a shipyard. All right. These things don't seem to be too intelligent, so they're probably just going to follow us wherever we go. If we can keep up a good pace, maybe we can just run them around in circles. Oh, yeah. Love me uh, some running. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm... Uh, he he kind of stretches a little bit. You hear maybe like bones that really shouldn't be where they are sort of pop a couple times. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, getting the old calisthenics in. Let's uh, let's go. Yeah, all right. And you guys strafe the sodden. <laughs> it's just full on world at war Nazi zombies pro strats. Tokyo Drift the zombies. <laughs> Circle strafing. Yeah, I feel like a couple of them, you know, get close. You can probably give, give them a wallop or two, but on the whole, yeah, your other two members get to see you guys just sort of attract the pack and start to move them in a vague circle. Um, at the very least, they're definitely f- focusing on you. Um, about half the pack continues on into Sedgemark, um, sort of limply and hungrily. And in the distance, you can see the albatross. He's perched at the top of that lighthouse, the one that was a previously pointed out as the dwelling of stalwart Pipkin, and from a hunched little figure poking his way out and, and firing shots that the albatross is just sort of doing that little seagull hop away from. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's doing kind of a mediocre job of repelling him. At least it's a little bit of a distraction. Yeah, bare minimum, the, the yeah, clearly summoning some sodden to deal with this guy. Um, or he's just entertaining him. Who knows? This albatross looks like it can hold its own to some degree. All right, that looks about as good as an opening as I think we're going to get. Let's do it. Okay. And Alessa, Alessa jumps on out. <laughs> Mob will scramble behind her. Yeah, let's let's do an evade. Yeah. Um. Okay. Would would sneak, uh, help me out here? Let's do. Yeah, sneak works perfectly. And then add a dice on for um being assisted by Mob, and then uh, add a dice for the assistance added by the success of your your compatriots. All right. So four d ten. Uh, that'll be four d ten. Yeah. And do you have the only domain I have is Haven. Okay, so you're fucked. Well, actually, you are in a haven. Ooh! So go ahead, toss another d10 in there. I got a nine. Well, perfect. All right, so uh, if you two want to describe this little scramble, you see in the distance, Simon has poked his head out of the top of the vessel, and, uh, you know, he's kind of waving a hand limply. Um, Dome and Blight and uh, Hanalore are not going anywhere. Um, They're just kind of poking their heads out 
from a, from a window and watching. You can kind of see Doman gives a little wave to Simon in the distance, and Simon gives a little wave in the distance, and, and they're both just kind of staring at each other with sort of a general apathy, hatred towards one another. Uh, and, and yeah, whenever Simon sees you coming, uh, he stops looking at Doman and uh, begins to kind of try to flag you down and tosses down one of those little rope ladders off the side of the off the side of the ship. Yeah, I, I, I clamber up. Nah, get me the fuck out of here. I'm coming, I'm coming. All right, you got any, uh, you got any guns here? Eh, guns? Yeah, um, give me a gun, I need a gun. We need guns to shoot at an albatross. Mmm, guns, 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 guns. Yeah, um, you know, they shoot bullets and stuff, or, you know, whatever you have to shoot. I know what a gun is. Yeah, all right, then fucking find one. It's just a bunch of fucking bags here. I, I don't work in the... Shipping department? There's no shipping department. Look, all I have up here on deck, he points to the other side of the vessel, and you see mounted is a rusty harpoon gun. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Alessa's going directly to that harpoon gun. I want to shoot the albatross with the harpoon gun. It's probably a little far right now for 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 the harpoon gun. Honestly, probably a little far for even a gun, unless you're like a sniper. Um, so you're gonna have to do something to get it to come closer. Is there any way we can pilot this boat closer to to the albatross? No, the boat the boat is on land. Like oh it's, damn! It's up yeah, on, okay. Yeah, it's up on struts. It's being uh, it's being. You can see there's like some still some holes in the hull, and um, yeah, you know that the heart you got is a part of some kind of ritual. So you know that they they have to do something to the boat to make it equipped for the next leg of your journey. How uh, how far away is the is the albatross chilling on the lighthouse? Um, in heart terms, this would be extreme range, so a ways. Okay. You know, if if, if this was if this was like a, a city, it'd be like a several blocks away. Got you, got you. Probably, I mean, but visible, right? You know, um, theoretically, if your brain is headed in the direction I think it may be heading. Your bees could probably travel there. That is that is where my where my mind is heading. I could I could use my bees to hit it, but there's no guarantee it doesn't just send more zombies and not itself. I mean, ain't nothing a guarantee down here. Do what you will. Okay. Let's see some let's see some bees. <laughs> Mob Ma- Ma- uh, erupts in bees and uh, uh. <laughs> Yes, Simon visibly like, oh, jeez Louise! Uh, a, a moderate amount of bees go, uh... How much is a moderate amount of bees? Uh, you know, uh, that's the question I never stopped to ask myself. Let's say a small cloud, you know, maybe maybe a good maybe a good 20, to 20 bees. Um, 20 bees? Yeah, you know, a small cloud. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot fewer than I figured, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't want to use all of my bees. I need them to move. <laughs> you want to use a reasonable I, amount of bees. I need them to move. I am bees. Um, but, but as this attack is sort of in in its infancy, uh, Alessa does have a question. So, um, how 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 much of you is bees? Like metaphysically. Um. Like, well, are you? Are you bees or do you have bees? <laughs> um, I it's more of I have bees. Um, most of my organs are honeycomb, if that helps. I'd like to make a roll to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> you can just vomit, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, Alessa full on vomits. 
Mom doesn't <laughs> care. Mom's used to this. Simon, like, come on! Don't vomit on my boat! You're gonna mop that up, right? But, uh, bees! You hurt him! He's it's got, disgusting! He's got a honeycomb liver! It's fairly disgusting, but so is you throwing he's up got, on my like, boat! little bees hatching in his pancreas! Alright, now you're making me a little bit sick. Yeah! <laughs> his stomach, as he eats things, they come down and they get covered in bees! Okay, quit with it. <laughs> oh yeah, now you want to throw up too? Hey, go do it over the side, you motherfucker. Go you do wouldn't, it. You wouldn't believe how much of me is bees. <laughs> and then Simon throws up. <laughs> <laughs> right. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, uh, the cloud of bees, the reasonable sized cloud of bees. Yeah, um, reasonable sized. So I'm going to ask for a stupid roll here. Okay. Which I am a fan of. I would like a compel roll. Ooh, all right. Compel this albatross with your bees. <laughs> uh, compel and just a normal D10. So two D10. Nice! <laughs> both both ends of the spectrum. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah, your bees go out and uh, the albatross springs off of the lighthouse with a big, hearty flap. Again, like pterodactyl-sized. It gives a big, long swoop through the air and snatches up a few bees in its beak. Not enough to hurt you by any means, um, in terms of like your overall bee count, but <laughs> the, definitely My population. Yeah, um, it's 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 taking a little snack, letting you pull your bees closer and and drawing the the albatross closer again. A little snack, a little bee snack. Mob mob is like one tier. Like I'll miss you, you fallen bee soldiers. <laughs> um, and just for future reference, you can tell some of those bees are not dead. Ooh, okay, all right. Uh. And now the albatross is well within range of the harpoon gun. Um, boys on the ground. Um, the sodden are uh, getting cleverer. They're not falling for your, your kiting, particularly. And they're just beginning to funnel their way back towards the shipyard where they can tell uh, the albatross is getting up to commotion. Um, what, what's, what's, what's your plan in uh, getting back to the ship or back to the uh, work shed? Ah, uh, shit. Are they getting smarter as... Shit about to go down. Um, it looks more like they're getting tired than anything, but um, it definitely could be the latter. Marcelin, uh, it, he looks at sets and uh, this is a this is what we call a bad situation. Um, maybe not. This could work out. Mob and uh, Alessa are on that boat, right? Uh, yeah. And they said there was guns on it. It's, I haven't heard any shooting yet, but uh, maybe they're uh, they're waiting for a good shot. Or all we have to do is find a way to distract these things long enough so that they can get a clear shot at the albatross and kill it. Once the albatross is dead, these guys will all go away. Uh, Marcelin's going to start just uh, uh, making a, an ululating cry. Ah! Ah! You get, get, get back here! You, you, you lily-livered sons of bitches! Ah! Get back here! Your ululating cry of provocation is uh, not landing particularly, and uh, and again they're they're just kind of continuing on towards the vessel. Um, you've kind of lost their interest in terms of like because clearly you're not being aggressive, um, so they're they're just they're not particularly interested right now. Wait, wh- I'm sorry, where are they? Where are they turning their attention now to? Oh, back to you guys. Oh, fun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the ones attacking. Well, that's fun. That's great. 
So, Harpoon, you are now, uh, lined up for a shot. Hey, uh, Boatswain or Skipper, whatever the hell you are, uh, uh, help me shoot this Harpoon. I'm Chief Engineer, don't insult me like this. Uh, look, you crank right there, sights right there, trigger right there. I think it's all pretty self-explanatory. I was, I was really hoping that that, that would count as a, an extra dice when I inevitably roll, but I don't think uh, that's a proper amount of assistance for that. What do you want me to do, hold it for you? I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, like a, I don't know if they've shot this before and there's like a trick to it. I guess I'm just going to take the shot. I'm going to line it up with the albatross and shoot it. Yeah, just go ahead and shoot. Uh, kill. Um, I mean, I've already named the domains. You're still in Haven, so I mean, I, I'll give it to okay. you. Okay. Uh, and I did acquire the kill skill between our last session. Sick nasty. Give me that roll then. So that's 3d10. Or, uh, yeah, 3d10. Ooh. Wah, wah. Wah. That's a five. Uh, okay. Um, give me a d6 of supply stress. Hold on. I think I may, I think I have a skill for this. Do you have a, do you have collateral? You shift this on somebody else? I do have collateral. Yeah, that's a, that's a banger skill right there. Yeah. <laughs> What does it do? Oh, wouldn't you like to you know? Will in a moment. Yeah, you'll find out soon enough. You will I, in a I second. Would like to know. <laughs> All right. All um, right. I have a knack for getting behind someone else when things k- kick off. Once per session, allocate stress to the nearest friendly target uh, instead Uh-oh. of uh, marking it yourself. Uh, that counts PC or NPC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to direct that towards the, the chief engineer. Good old, yeah. good old Simon Lascaris. Um, all right. Well, uh, give that give that bad boy a roll. Give me that stress. <laughs> yeah. Um, the harpoon goes wild. Goes wide. The albatross manages to whiz underneath it. Uh, the rope kind of slinging over the top of its of its uh, of its giant leathery wing. Harpoon clatters in the distance, and you realize now you have to crank it back. Unfortunately, with a big snip, the albatross rips the harpoon out from from the gun. Ah, fuck! Simon starts whipping his head around. Hold on, hold on. Uh, we, we have an extra downstairs. I'll, okay, and he starts tearing down underneath the deck. Um, and Alessa, you then in some glorious narrative fiat managed to notice that the sodden have reached the boat they, they reached it a second ago um and they're now clambering through a hole in the bottom of the hull ah son of a bitch hey hey there's hey there's folks down there they're gonna get you they're gonna he eat you well inside of the ship unfortunately and between the groaning of the of the drought of the sodden the crash of the rythe run against uh that's the river i have not named it yet my bad of of uh, the river smashing against the shore, yeah, your uh, your cries go on deaf ears as he as he descends into the, into the decks. Mob, um, of course, you can see this as well, and then our friends in the distance, they they can also see this. Ah, fuck, Mob, hold down the fort up here. Try taking some some pot shots or something at something. I'm gonna go down. Hey, hey, and uh, Alessa starts scrambling down down into the the bowels of the ship. Okay. Okay. How many how many zombies are are trying to come into the into the ship? Um, you can probably see there's probably about four that have clambered inside. Uh, the rest of the sodden are are, are uh, figuring it out, as it were. Um, four are already inside, or four are on their way inside? inside? Yeah. Four are already inside. Okay. And how far away is the albatross? I mean, you know, he's he's a little closer than harpoon range. He's kind of hovering, um, doing that kind of circly bird thing, like a vulture circling a corpse. You know, well, well, then. Be attack distance for sure. 
cool 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 if the albatross is not doing anything uh necessarily harmful at this point i am going to focus on making sure that uh fewer uh sodden get into the the boat smart yeah let's let's just let's throw let's throw some bees at, at a problem that's that's what i do i don't even need a roll for this necessarily i'm just going to give advantage to a future roll to somebody else but yeah go ahead and describe what you'll do great so mob's arms kind of peel open and some more bees uh leap out and swarm the 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 entrance hole where where any uh any sodden are trying to get in and they're just kind of forming like like a barrier and like stinging anyone who gets close fantastic there it's working yeah you got a little bee wall bee wall uh marceline sets in what 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 are we doing my friends i i have a question go ahead so the sodden, uh, is there something inherently magical about these things? Yeah, to a degree. As the name implies, sodden entirely through with ichor, which is inherently a magical substance. It's it's the the blood of a dead god, Limya's lifeblood spilt over. And and so they're they're partially reanimated, partially like captured. So they, they operate on, on the behalf of sort of the, the fractured or consciousness of, of Limya. Um so, to, to a degree, yeah. So, if hypothetically uh, this kind of magical reanimation were taken away for a moment, what would happen? Uh, yeah, I guess they would just kind of uh, collapse in a, in a the feeling of your fingers getting drenched in water, that, that sodden feeling. Um, it's kind of the whole flesh feel of a sodden. I mean, you could literally, like, rip them apart with your bare hands. So, yeah, they would just kind of cease motion. So if you're looking to use nullification, yeah, you get your hands around a sodden's neck. They're just kind of going to go limp in your hands. Yeah, okay. I think I have a plan. All right. We have to start getting to the ship and, you know, clearing out some of the horde because obviously uh, our distraction is not going as well as we thought, correct? Um, yeah, definitely not. The albatross has managed to, to command them o- o- away from, from what you guys got going at this point. Right now, what I'm going to do is turn to Marceline and ask, uh, do we want to start chipping away at these things? I think it would be a good idea that we start sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, but damn, if, if, if more of them get in there, I don't know, they're going to get overwhelmed. Oh, don't worry. I, uh, I think I might have a plan. Well, might is better than none. Uh, all right. All right. He uh he uh starts swinging his uh his his shillelagh about um sort of making a whistling sound. Uh, let's get at him. We're gonna try and run up, I guess, behind the large group of uh, undead and start swinging. And I'm going to, I guess, apply the nullification effect as I swing at him. I mean, yeah, you can see when your fists connect, they they kind of go limp for a second. The moment you know your your hands slide off the reanimated life kind of slips back into them um but yeah you grab a leg you grab a neck whatever yeah they, they stay limp and marceline could theoretically or you you know just bash their soft skulls in all right this is going to be really easy as long as we work as a team i'm going to grab onto one of these things and it's not going to move whatsoever you just have to make sure when i let go it doesn't get back up yeah give him a good conk yeah I'll... yeah all right I guess uh, we're going to start the process of weeding down the uh, large horde of undead. Awesome. Um, yeah, lead that kill roll. Uh, am I getting help with this? Or Yeah, you'll get assistance from, from old Marcelin giving, him, giving right. him a conk. That's a six. Damn, you're good. You managed to just barely. So, uh, yeah, give me a d6 of, uh, 
of, of echo stress, and you both share that. That's going to be a two. Um, all right. Good. Hit me with that echo. I love that. I love it. Eight above. Um, eight above your your thresholds there. Yeah, eight is definitely more than three. Yep. All right. Fantastic. So uh, you're okay, and and you uh, your your plan to to start to whittle down the crowd goes well. I like to imagine you like picking one up by the legs and like spinning it and Marcelin just like baseball bat smacking its skull open uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah fun fun stuff like that have a little fun with it you know yeah <laughs> it's been a stressful journey you gotta have a little fun where you can yeah sweet if you want to give me a little description there feel free as we approach the army um i tap one on the shoulder then quickly uh put it into sort of half nelson as a I leave it open for attack. Yeah. And then uh, Marcelin just comes in. He uh, just like not breaking the stride, just screaming, heck yeah, as he just uh, full on like baseball swings into it. And um, I mean, I presume Mob from his position can, can kind of see you guys squishing away. Um, you can see his B-wall from to the, the, the hole in the hole that the, the Sodden are beginning to clamber through. Um, and meanwhile, uh, inside the ship, Alessa, you're, you're, Clambering down inside, attempting to uh, yeah stop Simon. Um, he's a wiry fellow. He's pretty quick, and uh, as you as you breach the the inside of the cargo hold, yeah, you see he's uh, he's kind of getting overwhelmed, and he's slashing back with a, with a harpoon, um, kind of wielding it like a short sword, just kind of whipping it around his head, um, howling at these things uh, desperately. Uh, the the four of them are, are about to overwhelm them, but not quite as you get in there. Are they within uh, realm of, of me just grabbing them? Grabbing the sodden? No, not the sodden, the uh, Simon. Uh, uh, for drama's sake, I feel like the, the sodden are, are in between you and Simon. All right, okay. Uh, then I guess... Uh, I guess Alessa's just gonna gonna slash him with her uh, her hook blade. All right. Her hooked blade. Yeah, give him, uh, give him some knife stab wounds. Nice. That'll do it. That'll do you. Uh, yeah, give me that. Uh, oh, give me that stress. Hell yeah. Nice. You definitely take one down uh, fully. Probably get some slash marks into the other one. And so yeah, look. And then Simon, you know, kind of gives gives one a conk on the head. Oh, let's get the heck out of here. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Let's ski daddle. Yeah, I think with that opening made, yeah, you're able to rescue him from these from these sod that have made their way inside of the ship. Um, you can see the wall of bees covering the hole in the hull they managed to get through. You scramble back up. Uh, my favorite verb in the world, uh, and and yeah, uh, back atop the deck. In- insert insert Scooby Doo running away noise. Uh, and uh, yeah, back up. You you managed to get on top of the vessel. Um, Mob, you've done a good job keeping him out. Yeah, the, the sodden aren't climbing up behind you. They're not quite adroit enough to use a ladder um, or stairs, I guess. Um, nonetheless, there's like a hatch, so yeah, they're they're not they're not coming back up. And uh, Setson and Marcelin managed to make a decent dent in, in the crowd. All the while uh, this is going on, Setson is sort of doing those, uh, what, is it, what is it called? Where um, they sing during uh, the army marches. Oh, like, a, like, a, like an army chant. Like a, yeah, like a chant. There's got a, I know there's a different word for it. Like p- parade maybe. songs, maybe. Or, uh... Are you about to start singing? Gonna pick up a dead guy? <laughs> Make sure he doesn't get up. All right, I'm nixing this. <laughs> They're called cadences. Cadences, that's it. Uh, you fuck him up. All right. So luckily, Simon manages to 
uh, salvage that harpoon that he had been attacked for. Um, he wraps it back into, into the into the harpoon gun, and uh, the albatross is still circling above, clicking and screeching and, and calling more sodden. All right, let's reload this son of a bitch. Let's get it up in the air. Sounds like a plan. In the harpoon goes. That thing is locked and loaded. Would you like to make another shot there? Absolutely. Cross your fingers. So you said that you said the albatross is circling, right? Does that make the shot any um, harder? You shut the fuck up. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> no, because I was gonna help. I was gonna help you. I was gonna help you if it was. I was gonna help you. Um, uh, no, I think it's like a lackadaisical kind of like like I said, sort of like a vulture circle. Um, honestly, I think it helps because okay. you can see the consistent trajectory. You know, it's 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 using. Cool. Yeah, shoot where it's gonna be, not where it is. <laughs> Good advice. All right, let's do this. Fuck. Wait, no, it's a success at a cost. <laughs> six is it's a, a success, success with a cost. <laughs> okay, all right, I can t- I can take that. Okay. Um. Ye- mm. Oh God, what's the cost, ye gods? Should have let me help you. <laughs> that would be. Let's do a good old fashioned d six of um, of supplies. I like supplies for for using the harpoon gun. Those. What's your total stress? Zero. So. Huh. It matches. What do we? What happens when it matches? Actually, when it matches, <laughs> you die. Know. Yeah, that's an instant I, death. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have any. Do I get a fallout? That's what I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, equal to or lesser than. So unfortunately, yeah, this means you do get a fallout. All right, let's do it. Um, so the harpoon hits. It it wings through one of these leathery. Uh, one of these disgusting wings that the albatross is flapping along on and and you get a you get a hook but the the rope tears through the mechanism of of the of the harpoon and you can feel that the gun itself is fucked um the whole thing kind of janks up the the housing it's on uh, rips out partially and attaches to the side of the boat and it is hanging on by by an absolute thread um you can wind this thing back down probably um, but it looks like you're going to have to do it by hand. So you're going to have to pull on the rope like a fucking sailor. This gun sucks ass. It's old. <laughs> All right, well, uh, help me bring this thing out of the sky. Uh, yeah, Simon runs over and, and helps uh, get an arm full. You can hear the albatross is now howling, um, and it's trying to fight. You can, it, it is pulling. I want it to be noted that we are pulling to the same cadence uh, that Setson is, Setson is singing. <laughs> Nice, uh, mob. Well, are you gonna are you gonna maintain yeah. the B wall? Um, I I will I will maintain the B wall. But you say you say the albatross is fighting fighting against the pole, right? Yeah. I would like to activate the bees that are still alive inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Activate the bees. Activate the bees. I would like <laughs> them. The I would bees. like them to sting inside of the albatross to weaken its fight. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Metal. Um, absolutely, that'll add another dice to this. Alessa, we'll we'll say this will be your roll once more. You get a, an extra dice from Simon and an extra dice from from Mob, activating the uh, the the secret innered beast. <laughs> secret innered beast. Um. Okay. So I get I get one from Simon. I get one from Mob. I get one for Kill. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I get one for Haven. Sure. All right. Dope. Yeah, look at all look at all those good rolls. One hell of a yank. Numbers on numbers on numbers. Um, even if I made that difficult, you'd be fine. So, um, yeah, you 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 two managed to start to pull this albatross down. Um, and I mean, it's essentially on the deck. Um, it it, it parks itself 
right now it pins its talons into the top of the um, sort of where the wheel is housed. I don't know what to call that little part of the the little house on top of a boat. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Hold on. I used to know what this was. And uh, there's, yeah. like, there's, there's, there's a Jimmy Buffett lyric in the back of my head that's telling me what it is. Oh, God. Uh, nonetheless, the, the little boathouse on top of the boat, that, that on, on top of that little roof, uh, the, the albatross has pinned its claws and uh, clamping down and uh, yeah, screeching, flapping its wings. It can almost reach all of you on the deck. It's big enough. Um, you kind of have to squat uh, hide to keep it from being able to whack you. And yes, yeah, Setson, Marcelin, you've done a, a pretty decent job clearing up most of the sodden that have uh, surrounded the boat. You can see the ones that were inside actually started stumbling back out, but uh, they got murked by the wall of bees. Uh, you guys going to climb on deck or something? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. If the, the, the drowned are dealt with, then I will recall my wall of bees now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the wall of bees returns to your body. Yeah, now you have you have captured the albatross roughly. Um, the harpoon is still in its its wing. Now that that it's sitting, um, it's using its beak to attempt to rip it out. Um, it's probably got a few more tugs before it manages to tear it out of the the membrane of its wing. Uh, this this rope is sort of still attached to the boat, right? Uh, yeah, still attached to the the housing of what once was the harpoon gun. Could we all team up together and give it a yank? You could. It would probably just rip it out of the membrane of the wing, though, which the albatross is attempting to do itself. Ooh, I have an idea. Uh huh. Can we do a little run around and try to try to rope all try to calf rope this thing? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you just have to sprint around the 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 captain's cabin thing. Um, I'm looking. Uh, it looks like it's called the bridge. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you'd have to sprint around the the bridge of the boat. I think that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay. Um, I can't necessarily <laughs> what skills is this <laughs> hog tying i guess evade evade would be the only one that would sell to me um i guess you could keep doing it if you cut it off of the you, like you cut it off of the harpoon housing all right i mean yeah i have a knife mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to roll for that particular chunk but yeah you do have to cut it off the housing so it's not going to be mounted to the to the uh the boat itself anymore it's mounted to you <laughs> oh absolutely you know, let's just make this even more interesting. As soon as I cut it off, just tie it, like, to my belt. Yeah, absolutely you can. Like, fully, full-on attached. Oh, this, this is going to make failure so much more fun. Uh, yeah, uh, you can. Simon's hands off now. Um, you're, you're on your own. I mean, you can feel now the full strength of the albatross as it's yanking. Um, I think it's still pretty focused on ripping the thing out of the membrane. I don't think it's quite noticed that it's not really attached to anything anymore yeah you get a few seconds now of, of you got to wrap it otherwise it's going to try to take off all right uh that's that's what i'm doing okay nice so yeah look yo alessa goes fucking sprinting um full mom seeing a car accident in the distance and has to save a child and sprints in a circle and manages to get this rope wrapped around its wings um yeah it, it looks fairly pinned for a moment at the very least it can't get the rope off of itself um and in its distraction of, of like trying to unpin itself um yeah it, it didn't notice this going on you probably have like one one full wrap around um yeah everybody sees this thing can't fly for a second uh now that this thing is grounded i believe it is time for me to make a move what kind of move are we thinking uh, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> Punch it in the fucking face. Yeah. As per usual. Ooh, nice. a nine. 
That's very good. We are doing very good this round. Good rolls today. Do some stress against this thing. Nice. Um, better than nothing. Uh, what are you? You just like clambering up the side of the bridge and just clocking this thing in the beak? What, what, what you doing? Vaulting myself up onto the bridge, I just see this thing, and then take a swing, and it just hits it in the beak. Yeah, it lets out a cry. You've 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 clocked it in the beak. Um, <laughs> it is clearly in a little bit of pain. Um, two more times, just two more. Yeah, go ahead, punch it again. I'm punching this thing again. <laughs> That's a nine again. Jeez Louise! All right, give us some stress again. All right. <laughs> no. That's a five. Very nice. Hell yeah, it is. You're really gunning after this thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, like a crack runs up its beak. Um. You know, this thing. You can kind of see some blood start to seep. Some some icker, icker tinged blood seep from it. I mean, I wanted to let somebody else do it, but I kind of want to let you keep doing this combo. That's kind of what this class is built for. Yeah, combo. Yeah, go on, hit him, punch him in the beak. Is Setson still singing? Kill the fucking abomination. Just he's still singing while di- getting this wallop on, like. Oh, a- that's a six. That means Ooh. it's a hit. Oh, it's a hit. That's still a hit. That means you get your D10. All right, that's a, gonna be a D10 of damage. And are you choosing uh, what? What profile are you choosing there? Oh right. Uh, there's like two of them, right? Yeah. No. You you either get um. This is a kill D12 one-shot dangerous, so yeah, yeah. it's actually a, Jesus. Wow. actually a D12. And then you but, take Chronology Welted, so yeah, yeah, it takes off dangerous. So yeah, this yeah. is a D12 of damage. All right. This is super. That's a four. Well, all right. Oh, well. <laughs> and that's fine. Luckily, nonetheless, uh, that takes us over the stress threshold literally perfectly into 10 stress, uh, t- taking it out, so finish this fucking thing off. As uh, Setson sees its final target, um, he reels back his fist and... Tachyon! Haymaker! And, uh, fucking bust this thing in the head. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's got a called out name. <laughs> yeah, of course he has to call out the name. Tachyon Haymaker. Yeah, it's he does. Super attack. I love anime. Setson's a fucking Digimon. <laughs> uh, describe to me how, how the Tachyon Haymaker manifests here. A few after images form, darkening around Setson's fist, separating more and more as uh, it comes down, showing off acceleration. And uh, once this thing finally hits, all the after images sort of snap back together and there's this huge sort of loud bang. Yeah, I think you just dust like the top third of its head off, like the beak's gone, sort of gibbering brain particles hanging out of the, the top of its skull, like just completely dusted clean through. Whew! I think that did it. Whoa! It's brains, the blood, all that shit, the the fragments of the of the beak that you shattered like a fucking porcelain plate, like rest down on the deck. And Simon kind of whips around, like, "You guys are gonna fucking clean this, right?" Uh, not in my job description. I'll help you. Yeah, Mobble, <sighs> Mobble, do the handle that. Yeah. I still got my head to look after. I'm surprised I am still standing. Yeah, you ought to lie down, kid. Yeah. I I think I'm gonna have a seat. That was super cool how you screamed the name, though. Yeah, right? They taught us that in, uh, Time Killer School. I should name all of my moves. You should. It's, it's, it's a fun time. Did that guy say Time Killer School? Yeah, I, I wasn't gonna ask, but he did say Time Killer School. I don't, um, we've got, we've got shit to do. Come on, all right. 
Let's let's get the let's get the folks out of their hovel. Let's get on the boat and let's get it. Let's get a move on. So the sodden now the handful that are still uh, left just kind of begin to aimlessly drift back towards the the river itself, largely uninterested in the proceedings or mildly terrified of the proceedings. Um, either way, they're uh, they're not fucking sticking about. We're getting out of here. Do you hear him? He said time killer school. <laughs> exactly. So the gore of the battle settles in. Um, Simon, with uh, with Mob's assistance, begins to swab the poop deck, um, get, get some stuff off the top of the ship, and uh, Simon and Hanalor make their way finally out of the uh, of the the work shed that they were sheltering in. Uh, Simon clearly still torqued from whatever he snorted off that table, um, <clears throat> and Hanalor looks uh, disgusted by the proceedings. Um, she has the the, the Mustang heart on a, essentially like a pole cart, paint buckets essentially hanging off it, along with a, a whole bevy of knives and handled tools hanging off her apron. And uh, Simon starts to, not Simon, Doman uh, starts to wave his arms uh, towards, towards Simon. And uh, Simon gives a very frustrated little wave back. Everyone! Everyone! Thank you so much for... Cleaning up the mess you caused. Bravo, really. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you and you're welcome. Feeling a little, <clears throat> feeling a little uh, strange. Is there like a bag of like ice I could put on my head or something? Uh, I don't think there's ice for a few, uh, few hundred kilometers either way at this point in the heart. But perhaps there's someone in town who can look you over. I can't say I've been getting on with the locals while we've been here. I'm sure Pipkin has something in the way of medical supplies over in his lighthouse. Maybe Hanalor here could take a look at you. She kind of very frustratedly looks at Doman and then looks back. Maybe, if you need it. Just, just you know, anywhere that has, like, a doctor or a nurse or something. Somebody, just somebody who even knows first aid will do. Uh, there's not really much in the way of a doctor in town anymore. I think the last one left a few months ago. A few pulses ago, really. Hanalor kind of uh, scratches her head. If you have something to trade, I suppose I can look at you. I... I mean, I have this weird vial of oil, but I don't know what it does. Kind of takes it, rolls it over her hands. Huh. Well, I suppose it's better than nothing. She kind of shakes it for a second, holds it up to sort of the, the general ambient light of this area. Is it time school oil? I don't know. I don't exactly know what it is. I, ha I, I got it one day, and uh, I have yet to throw it out. She pops the cork of it and gives it a sniff. This actually is fairly interesting. What is it? Ah, uh, it's oil of a kind for certain, but not regular oil used down here very often. Well, if it's not regular, then... Where did you get this? I cannot for the life of me. Remember, with the headache that is coming on, oh my god, that hurts. Oh my god. That's perfectly fair. Um, yeah, I'll take it. Come on. She kind of waves you back towards the work shed. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna follow. Back you go. Um, so mark, uh, mark that vial of airship oil off of your sheet. Uh, what, what size resource is that? Uh, D6. Downgrade your major to a minor, or uh, take off some stress from supplies or blood. All right. Just minorly concussed. Yeah. So she manages to, yeah, take a little blood of her own, does some some uh, some blood witch magic, 
and yeah, you feel the concussion begin to slightly subside. It's a good time to mention uh, the resource game, right? Do your best uh, while we're around to, to ask me and, and be proactive about finding resources you can stuff in your pack, because that's, that's how you get healed in this game, other than... The best way to heal is to get hurt. Yeah, that's how heart works. Okay, so Hanalar uh, disappears and deals with that. In the meantime, Simon uh, clambers his way down off of the same ladder and uh, comes over to Domon. Well, I guess uh, all I need to do is patch up the side of the hull. Hanalar needs to do her old blood witchy magic thing, and we're pretty good to launch. I'm going to go get Mallet and see if he can't help me with the last bit of this. Domon nods and rubs his chin kind of an overly frenetic way. Yes, that sounds lovely. Please do, quickly. I want to get out of this shithole as soon as we can. Hey, uh, do we uh, do we got to pick up that uh, Pitkin fella, or are we leaving him? No, he is not coming with us. All right, just checking. What is, what's this Pipkin fella just doing? In- he stays the fuck here is what he does. Yeah, but he's a, he's a hound. He ought to, I don't know, do hound things, uh, patrols and the like. Uh, uh, help, a, help a friend out when they're in need. That's uh, the whole hound uh, creed, I, uh, I guess. Um, no one ever really taught me it. <laughs> um there's no handbook. I didn't find that. Uh, at least on the corpse. <clears throat> I mean, uh, when I when I got uh, promoted to a um, hound. He he generally keeps his eyes peeled from the lighthouse and takes pot shots as necessary. If you go and knock on the lighthouse door, sometimes he'll come down and assist you with this or that. But I have not done as such. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll pay the fellow a visit before we uh, ship out. If your heart desires, we. Probably have about a day's time before Simon here finishes his work on the boat. So, do as you will. If you need somewhere to sleep, there's bunks in the work shed. All right. Uh, I guess I I guess this is the sort of interim do what you will before the journey session. Yeah. All right. Cool. This is, uh, this is there's a yeah there's a are you sure you want to continue? <laughs> yes. No. In, in the role playing game. All right, uh, then I guess I guess Alessa is just gonna do some some scavenging for right now. Okay. Uh, see if there's anything useful to pick up. Just you know, hunting down what have you, stuff, nice stuff. Okay. We're you said we're in kind of we're in a, we're in a desolate place. The like yeah, like sort of like the the ruins of of an old town or what have you. Yeah, a handful of people still live here, but it's. All but abandoned. Um, not really a lot of people still living around here. Well, then, eluding, we will go. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give you I'll give you a resource um, just for, for asking the question. I think the most obvious is one, obvious one is that there's a big, quote-unquote, healthy-looking shard of, of the albatross, uh, albatross's beak. Well, no, talon. Um, you, you, you can manage to salvage one of its talons. The rest are, are fairly well wedged into its flesh but this one it, it distended from holding fast to the top of the bridge um it's pretty much pinned in the top of the bridge um i give you a good old-fashioned uh d6 cursed all right i'll take that yeah it's kind of icker stained in the back but uh yeah it's, it's still pretty pretty valuable um most of the town's probably itself going to be largely looted already just by the people that already live here and uh have continued to live here for a while while everybody's been making their way out. Um, but yeah, go ahead and take that resource. Uh, what, what, what is everybody else doing? Setson's getting healed up. I guess right in the uh, 
a little journal that Setson has, just recording the actions of the past uh, several hours. Dear Diary, I did so many good punches today. Absolutely. <laughs> I finally named. I finally named that one attack. You know the the big punch. No, not that one. The other one. <laughs> Little doodle. <laughs> you know you make like a flip book of you just punching in different ways uh, out of the different corners. Oh, it's like the yeah. Captain Underpants fliperama. And, and then again, a little a little doodle of him just absolutely obliterating the head of a bird. Oh yeah, eh? <laughs> it's perfect. Setson does his does his doodles. Um, Mob, what are you what are you feeling, my friend? You're filled with bees and life. So Mob's 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 gonna help uh, or go see if he can help on the boat at all. Okay. Yeah, takes a little while, but Simon eventually comes back with a mangy-looking knoll. Um, true to his name, he has a big-ass mallet on his back, along with a big work belt that uh, is strapped with stuff. He's he's dragging a similar little cart to the one you saw Hanalor had. Looks like maybe he built the one Hanalor was using. And uh, it's covered in, in uh, old driftwood and, and various other salvaged woods. Uh, clearly, they're they're heading towards the towards the hole in the hull that the, the Sodden were dragging themselves through. Um, Simon gives you a curt little wave. The gnoll kind of looks at Simon and looks at you. What the fuck is that? Bees. That's a lot of fucking bees. <laughs> right? <laughs> I I wanted to know if I could, uh, if you guys needed any help with the with the boat. What kind of fucking favor can the bee boy offer? He was pretty useful during the, the fight, during all the, the sodden thing. Yeah. Kind of spooky. Objectively, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. But do you, do you need help or uh, want it? If you want to hold up some boards and stuff, I I guess you, you did me a solid. Cool. Mob will mob will uh, learn about boats, I guess. <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, you can tell Simon is starting to kind of warm up to you and, and is kind of trying to show you the ropes of how these boards fit together. Um, yeah, we'll strap a bond uh, onto onto Simon here for you. Oh hell yeah! Let's go. Um, and uh, yeah, clearly you're kind of a chipper young lad, even though you're filled with bees. Especially because you're filled with bees. Yeah, honestly, the, yeah, the, the bees help. Yeah, so yeah, this is this is a bond. Um, you can shunt off stress to this poor bastard if you were so inclined. <laughs> so you can you can directly transfer up to a D8 of stress onto a bond each time you you visit them. Um, or you can remove a minor fallout or downgrade a major to a minor at the cost of D8 stress to the bond. So, Cool. Um, there you go. That, that'll cover your forge of friendship with an NPCB, too. Alrighty. Um, so that's Mob. He's helping out Simon and, and Mallet. They're, they're doing their darndest to, to get, the, get the vessel up and running. That leaves us with, uh, with uh, old Marcelin. You're visiting Pipkin, eh? Yep. That's uh, the plan. All right. It's not a terribly long walk over to uh, to the, the lighthouse. Like I said, it's probably the other side of the village, but it's not a very large village. So uh, getting there does not take the most time in the world. Yeah, you, you, you pound on the door of, of, the, of the lighthouse. It takes a while. You hear some shuffling inside, and then eventually the door creaks open just enough for an eye to poke out. Yeah? Who's, uh, who's knocking? I fix him uh, with my, my own stare, and I just sort of lean over and then jiggle my um 33 badge at him oh one of your order friend so it is you want to invite me in yeah i guess the door swings fully open 
You are one of us. And yeah, you can see this is a withered old man. Even older than you. And wow. uh, his badge dangles off his neck on a on an old rusted chain. You can see it's in pretty rough shape. Yeah, he's got a pistol strapped to his side. Um, kind of a very old, rusty, maybe once upon a time paladin issue or something like that. Um, and yeah, he's he's a he's an ancient alefear. So, um, Pipkin. That's my name. Yeah. Interesting name for uh, I mean, from Spire. Once upon a time, yeah. I took a new name once I descended down here. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of us folk, spire-born, end up doing that. Something about it here maybe changing you. Look, I, I got some um, uh, crackers in a, in a pack somewhere in here, and he, he kind of yanks off his, uh, his uh, huge sort of bulbous um, haversack, and he, pit, he like, rummages through it and, like, takes out some... Maybe a little bit moldy crackers, but he, he kind of like cracks off the uh, the moldy bits. And if you want to partake, yeah, why not? I'll uh, see if I got some booze tucked up somewhere in here. Go mighty well, it would. So he grabs two like old banged up iron cups off of the wall, and yeah, manages to find a third full bottle of some wretched liquor. The booze, uh, whatever the quote from the White House is. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he pours out a couple fifths of it, slides it across, a, an old repurposed table made out of probably like a, you know, like a bolt of wool once upon a time or something like that. And, uh, yeah, motions towards a chair for you. Yeah, uh, Marcelin, uh, sits down heavily. He's, he kind of sits his whole bulk on there and the entire thing creaks. Uh, he, uh, sort of takes off one of his, uh, I don't even remember if I ever got my boot back. Um, yeah. I don't think I ever said. I think we can imagine that you, you you got your boot in much worse shape eventually before you took off. Right, yeah. So I think he removes that boot. It's still, like, sort of half-chewed. He starts uh, massaging his foot there. It's Most of the toes have uh, fallen off at some point. Uh, so he's sort of just massaging the stumps. Uh-huh. Thanks, uh, thanks for sharing uh, the... Uh, Pulls a pulls a long uh, sip from it. Uh, <laughs> shakes, shivers all over. That's a. Um, mm, oh, that's a. Uh, there's definitely alcohol in there. Yeah, fairly certain they used to use that to uh, degrease a part of the lighthouse coggery. But uh, you know, get you where you need to go. Ah, uh, so friend, uh, just can't uh can't help but notice. Um, there was a mighty kerfuffle out there. Um, did you, uh, I mean, you gotta see a lot from up there at the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm new to hounds business. Uh, I've been traveling these, uh, traveling hard for a bit now, but, uh, I, I was under the impression that, you know, the wrong things start happening. You, uh, kind of lend your assistance where you can. Just want to know your side of the story here, uh. Maybe uh maybe you thought you could do more up here. Maybe you were you're sleeping or but uh it seems you were awake. Takes a long, long drag of a of an old cob pipe that he's produced. A sputtering match kind of sucking its way into the into the hull of it. How long you been a hound for? How long you bared the badge? Uh pulses uh might have been uh six or seven uh years I I, I... I haven't seen the sun in, in 
many more, so I uh, can couldn't even tell you, but uh, it feels like it's been forever. I feel like I've uh, feel like I've always been a hound, even though that ain't the truth. Like I had a childhood. I um mm, fought 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 a new job, and I I sometimes get these this this feeling like um I'm I'm neck deep in a in uh in in trench water. I'm I'm I'm, I'm fighting off some something it's it's blurry i'm fighting off some uh, uh some monster with with a trench shovel uh someone's throwing a grenade i, I hear a shell casing whiz by and heck i fought in the mountains i ain't i ain't never fought in trench uh but uh sounds like the the badge is starting to get you holds out his left hand and he holds out his right hand and you can see there Essentially different hands entirely, not just like left to right. I mean, the build of them. They, they look like they're a mismatched set, like a mismatching set of shoes. The links of the fingers, the gnarl, the right hand's fingers are much fatter and shorter. The palms wider. Um, and the left hand still has a long, spindly Aelfear cut to it. Almost 25 years I've had this badge. The rot's deep. I try to fight it back all the way I can. You know how I fight that? Takes another drag from that pipe. How? You fight the mission. The pull. That drag that keeps you pushing forward. Looking for those same trenches you hear in your mind. That's how it warps you. Pipkin wasn't my name once, but now I can't bear to go by anything else. It was his name. Taps the badge. Soft little metallic chink from his... Ratty old fingernails, yellowed and cracked. Soon he'll probably take me over wholesale. I don't know who he was, but the memories that come flooding in, I think I've got a good idea. I recommend you do the same. Uh, Marcelin, uh, he, uh, he's, uh, he's giving Pipkin a, a, a long stare. Uh, Sand's kind of shaking as he, uh, as he picks up the, the draught and he just, he, he tips a lot of that down uh doesn't even cough this time just lets it slide down you're saying um we all end up like that losing ourselves i yeah i um absolutely i am the badge you didn't just find it you inherited it try throwing it away you you done that yet no i i i mean i found it and i just, just thought hey it's Nice keepsake, and then uh, you walk into the next haven, and everyone starts calling me, uh, starts calling me the new sheriff. I ain't even never seen any of them. They just, uh, they just assume. And I thought, hey, it's, it's right to do good by people, right? So you, um, you try and, and and do the right thing, and you know, people say, hey, you're a hound. You, uh, you obviously have some skills, and uh, they hire you, and it's just, you just assume the the title, right? It's just. I thought it was just, I thought it was just the thing, and so when I got trench foot, um, even though I was in a, heck, it was the, the driest pulse I'd ever felt, I, I thought it was just, uh, some weird heart shit, you know? <laughs> uh, you're still fresh. Yeah, that's not your trench foot. It's the last guys. You get a chance to do a little experiment for me, huh? Chunk your badge into the fucking river. Marcelin just sort of like toys with the uh, the thirty three badge in his ear. You know, regardless, like you, the hounds, they. I heard 
stories. Uh, they uh, they do the right thing, though. They they help people. And this, this, this. Keep telling yourself that, kid. Whatever you want to tell yourself. You got a mission. There wasn't some lofty purpose it was laid on you. It just was. You found a corpse. You got a badge, just like the rest of us. And now it's pinned to us in a different way than any of us could have ever imagined. So you do your mission. You tell yourself stuff like that. It's not ego that you want to be a hero. That you want people to look at you the way they did the first time they called you sheriff or whatever the fuck they come up with, constable. So that's why you don't fight the the mission. The, the just you just stay up here in your lighthouse and and waste away. I fight when I can, when someone comes to me, when I got a reason to. But I fight the mission. I don't want to be fucking Pipkin. I was something once. I was something else in the spire. And now this damn badge is claiming me day by day, and every time I step out to put a bullet in some ruffian's head that's stolen someone such and such or hurt so and so, creeps up further and further. There's less of me, more of him. You become less of you, and more of the fucking mission. You'll see, but you get what you get. The badge chose you. All you can do is choose what you do with it. Think he, he's gonna... He's gonna stand up at that. Um, he's gonna thank thanks for the the drink. You can keep the crackers. I think uh, uh, they're old anyway. You know, like us. Yeah, like us. You want a little more for the road? He kind of shakes the cup. Um. No. No. I'm good. Thanks. Uh. He's gonna. He's gonna. Trying to, to, to usher himself out of there. Tell me, why'd you come to Sedgemark? Job, um, yeah, that's right over there. He's a he, he wants to find a heaven, fuck with his partner or something. Steady work, you know. Found a crew, a bunch of delvers. They seem all right. Well, you keep an eye out on that one. No one in town trusts that rat bastard as far as they could throw him. Don't seem like a good sort. Not that I would know, apparently. What was your name? My name's Marcelin. Marcelin. You'll be safe out there, Marcelin. Yeah. Let's hope no one starts calling me Vicky anytime soon. Give it time. You may start calling yourself that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, He's gonna... He's gonna wait. Marcelin waves goodbye, and uh, he walks out of there. Off you go, away from the lighthouse. You can see Pipkin kind of watches you go from the door for a little bit too long, and then uh, shuts it softly. Yeah, uh, I think Marcelin will just go find the rest of the crew. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be very communicative. Um, yeah, I think uh, at one point he's gonna he's gonna find the river. He's just gonna take his badge off. He's gonna chuck it in the river. As far as you can throw it. Yeah, it disappears with a soft splash. I think it skips for a second like a stone. And then sinks into the ichor. Uh, I feel like by this time, Alessa, you've probably finished your little scavenging mission and discovered that, yeah, most of these houses have been looted. Um, Hanalore has, has done her best on your head, Setson. Uh, Mob, you guys have managed to completely patch up the side of the, the ship, the vessel, the trans-Thanatogian vessel, as uh, Simon tells you. 
uh, it is intended to be. You see that there's a, a different ship lying underneath a series of retrofittings that they've, they've attached to this thing, a, a giant metal grate that sticks off the bow. Um, they, you see they've reinforced a lot of the underside of the, of the hull. And as you uh, attach the planks, they reinforce those as well. And uh, once you guys are finished, Handler comes back out with that cart, the, the heart-splitted Mustang heart has been flayed open and, and uh, sort of spread out throughout these paint cans that she's brought. And she begins to paint the side of the hull in these cryptic lines and ruins. 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 And uh, slowly, the vessel begins to, to transform uh, into uh, a vessel, into the vessel, capital V. Uh, Simon watches all of this with, uh, with, with some aplomb. And uh, he seems uh, pretty pleased with the progress. Are you guys doing anything else before you take off? Uh, other than sort of marveling at a ship transforming before my very eyes, not really. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Fantastic. <laughs> just sort of just gawk, just gawking at this ship become a big, big ship. Definitely some some food, some some like basic supplies that Simon has left back there, and um, manages to pull down from the vessel, and, and you guys get to rest up a little bit. Um, you know, you take a d6 of stress off of uh, supplies, blood, or mind, um, if if you have any of that. Simon begins to sort of usher you to, to pack your things and uh, aboard the boat. He's looking pretty frustrated. Does another line of whatever the substance he's getting from Hanalore. And uh, as you're packing your bags, uh, Marcelin, you, you feel something in the front pouch of, of your bag. Um, he's going to... He's, he's, his hands are going to tremble uh, as, he, as he reaches in to the, to the pouch. And out it comes. Yeah, there it is. God damn it, Vicky. Vicky, the 33rd, your badge. Thank you so much for listening to this episode two of Unhallowed Shores. We're just getting started. And I'd like to remind the audience that the current situation we're running through and not for the sake of spoilers, is the adventure published in Ickerdrowned, Testament, as a bit of a prologue and a means to become introduced to this particular party of Delvers. Next week, we won't return to the exact chronology we've presented you. Instead, we'll take a dive back in time with an individual with a particular relationship to that dimension of existence time. To Setson. Where he came from. Those he's left behind and that which he is searching for, deep in the bowels of the heart. Again, I cannot thank you enough for listening this week, hopefully last week, and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the weeks to come. Safe travels, my friends. <laughs>